You're listening to Your Woo Woo Best Friend, a no BS approach to wellness, spirituality, manifestation, and all things mystical. Hi, friends. It's Andy. Welcome back to the show. Here we are for another interview episode. Today, I have a special guest, Elise of Elise Breathes. Elise has been teaching and practicing breathwork for 20 years and incorporates her unique style of breathwork channeled in the Akashic Records to create rapid momentum with all of her clients. I had the loveliest conversation with Elise, and I'm so excited to introduce her to you. She was on a personal well-being retreat doing some work on a program that she is in process of launching right now. And there was this really cool synergy. She's up in the Pocono Mountains or nearby doing this personal well-being getaway, working on a project. And I just got back from working on La Forêt, our retreat house that's going to be opening up at the end of June. I had my first weekend there to kind of give it a little test run. Lots of work still happening at the retreat house but it's coming along. We've painted, we've worked out what we need in regards to additional fixtures and furniture and things like that. This past weekend, Ben and I explored and started making lists of restaurants and fun things to do and hikes. We took a drive one afternoon all the way up into the mountains right nearby the house. Well, the house is already up in the mountains, but we drove up to the tippy top peak of the mountain right near the house. It was, I don't know, a couple miles up the road and it was stunning. There's this incredible hike at the top of the mountain and I truly can't wait for you all to have an opportunity to experience this. As a reminder, if you're like, wait, what are you talking about? What is this? So we have purchased a home up in the mountains between Lake Arrowhead, California and Big Bear, California, and we are opening up as a personal retreat space. It's got two bedrooms. It's extra cozy. It's absolutely lovely. It's right in the middle of the forest. It's really a dream. And if you're interested in being able to book sometime later this summer or winter or fall, which will definitely fill up quickly. Lots of folks are going to want to go up and enjoy the snow because it does get snow up there. So if you're interested, you can sign up at the link. I'll put it in the show notes and you can get on the list to hear about it when we open the doors to La Forêt. That's the name. It means the forest. Okay, so that's that. I'm getting ready today to leave for New Orleans. As this episode comes out, it will be the first day of our Wee Wee Immersion Retreat, New Orleans. And we do have another retreat on the calendar for early 2023. And that retreat is Bali. If you want to come to Bali, now's the time to sign up. So I wanted to mention those things. Let's see what else is going on over here. That's the big stuff. So back to our guest for today. Okay, let me tell you a little bit more about Elise before we get into the conversation. What Elise does in her work today is she helps ambitious women who feel stuck in their partnerships or in their financial 
picture or through trauma, and she helps them to transform their current realities by tapping into their Akashic records, channeling messages, and then communicating the core reason for why they're experiencing their current realities. She provides tools to accelerate change, including personalized breath work to help move any stagnant energy out of the body. She has an extensive background in the mental health field, where she served as a school counselor for over a decade. She also has her master's in counseling psychology. She has certifications in social emotional learning and mindfulness practices. She developed a curriculum for middle school students all around meditation. She grew up as a highly sensitive psychic and empathic child. And let's get into it. I want you to get to know her and explore what this type of work could look like in your life. So welcome to the show, my new friend, Elise. Let's get to it. Hello, my friend. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you here. How are you? I am great. How are you? I'm, I'm so, so excited good. to be here. <laughs> yeah, I. you're up in the mountains doing a little bit of a solo work retreat. And I've been doing a little bit of that lately. So I love, I love seeing it. It's so, so magical to spend that time, isn't it? It is so nice up here. It's just me and my dog. And, um, I just, you know, I live in the city. I have two kids and a husband. So just coming up here and being in my own energy and being in nature and just like listening to the birds is it's everything, and it's exactly what I need right now. Mm, so good. Okay, what? Where are you? Which mountains are we talking? So I am. So I'm from Philadelphia, is where I live, and right now I am kind of north of the Pocono Mountains. I'm mm. not sure if this is still considered the Pocono Mountains. We're pretty close to the border of New York. Okay. Um, so it's around the Poconos, I guess you could say. Okay. So beautiful up there and yeah. such a good time of year. Okay. So Elise, tell me a bit about you and your work and how you found your way into the practices that you share with your, with your community today. Yeah. So this has pretty much been a lifelong journey for me. Um, I've always been super tuned into energy and understanding things on a deeper level and um, ever since I was a child. But um, I guess you could say it started around when I was 19. I was kind of going down a path of self-discovery because I was struggling with an eating disorder. So I just was kind of looking for answers as to why I was struggling. And I first came upon yoga and I started working at a yoga studio. And then there I discovered breath work and I became incredibly enthralled with breath work at a very young age. And I did, I think, four breath worker training programs, a breath worker teacher training. And I just kind of like immersed myself in breath work at a very young age. And I started going down this path of personal growth and transformation and really expanding my mind, understanding my gifts. And then, um, you know, I, I don't think at that time I had the confidence or the wherewithal to start my own business. So I became a school counselor. I got my master's degree in counseling psychology. I was a school counselor for 10 years. And then fast forward to 2019, I really felt a very strong nudge that I knew I was able to do so much more for people than I was doing as a school counselor. So I started working with a coach and I started my business in early 2020. 
And I initially thought I was just going to be doing breath work with people, but it just really quickly shifted into all of the other things that I do now. Um, You know, and fast forward two years later, I work with the Akashic Records. I channel energy work. I use breath work, but my main focus with people, which I kind of learned as I started working with people, is that I help people transmute and shift very powerfully familial, familial and ancestral trauma so that they can step into alignment with their highest timeline. Mm, I mean, you just gave us so much, so much juicy stuff. I feel like there's so much to sort <laughs> through because you've got, you just got, you're such a wealth of knowledge. Okay. I want to talk about breath work first. So okay. you're 19 and you're struggling with an eating disorder. Um, I I had a similar experience when I was like, I was like, I guess 16 till about 21. I was going through a really, uh, a really tough time in that regard and kind of in and out of uh, outpatient treatment. And it was, it was really challenging to, to find what was going to be the right thing to, to support my healing in that experience of breath work. When you think back to that, and obviously with what you know about breath work now, what happened for you? What was the, what was the moment? What was the experience that helped you to begin to move into healing through the practice of breath work? You know, I think it, for me, it was more around self-discovery and kind of like a reclamation of my self-worth and Mm -hmm. who I really am. And also understanding more deeply the patterns and dynamics that I grew up with and my relationships with my parents and you know, how that affected the way that I felt about myself. So I think just by using breathwork, because it's such a powerful transformational tool, I was able to, you know, with help and support and guidance, I was able to really find myself, you know, who I really am. And so the the eating disorder, I think, was just like a symptom of, yeah. you know, low self-worth, seeking approval because I didn't feel good about myself and because of a lot of like the programming from society and the pressures and all of this stuff. So I think as I went down that path of self-discovery, I was able to shed that. And, you know, that's something that comes up for me at various levels of growth, but now I really know how to navigate through it. Um, Mm -hmm. Whereas back then I just didn't know until I started going down this path. Mm, yeah. Yeah. We don't know until we start to uncover the different ways of finding a deeper connection to self and starting to reclaim who we actually are. And for someone who's highly empathic and sensitive, did you, did you know when you were a kid that that was going, that that was going on for you, that you were taking on others' energy Were you aware of that? You know, I don't know that I had words for it. I knew that I was different, like, and I I didn't really understand why, but I knew that I could feel people's energy. Mm -hmm. I knew from a very young age that I knew exactly what everybody was feeling. I knew exactly what everyone wanted, what everyone needed, um, and like underlying energetic dynamics between people. I could read and feel. And um, at at a young age, it was overwhelming for me because it would make me feel really uncomfortable because I was always feeling everyone's energy. And then, you know, fast forward to being a school counselor, it would be really overwhelming for me because I'd be sitting at a table with like 
six or seven other adults like in a meeting and I'm like really tuned into what this person's thinking, what that person's thinking, what she wants to happen, what she wants to, like I was just very tuned into it and I didn't know exactly what was going on and I would feel overwhelmed by it. So I think I always kind of knew, but I just didn't have words. And then when I started helping people and I started running my business and then especially when I discovered the Akashic Records, which I'm sure we'll talk about more, Um, I was able to kind of like name what it was that I was actually doing and able to take what I kind of was already experiencing and use it to help people and, and kind of claim it, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's interesting that, and maybe, maybe it makes, maybe it's not even so interesting. Maybe it just makes great sense that you chose the path of, of working with, with, students and being in this in this experience and this job role of guiding others and t- and oftentimes I'm sure taking on whatever it is is that they were feeling that's the initial career path that you chose because it's something that probably for you came so naturally to you to be able to sit with people in that way yes it came yeah. so naturally to me um I don't think it's funny, I was joking with one of my clients today because you know know how people will be like, oh, I need need another certification. I need this, I need that. And I would, and I'm always like, no, you don't. But anyway, (laughs) I, even though I'm about to come out with a certification program, but (laughs) I said, I said to her, you know, when I think back to when I got my master's in school counseling, I don't think there was one thing that I actually learned. You know, I learned stuff, but I don't think there was one thing that I actually learned around like to do with people that I didn't just already naturally know. And then one of the other things that I think I'm so grateful for in my time as a school counselor is now I feel like I have this perfect marriage in my work of my experience. You know, I have 10 years of experience working with traumatized children coupled with my gifts of just understanding trauma and how to heal it. I think it's just kind of like this perfect marriage that came together for me of having this real world experience coupled with my natural gifts and abilities, Mm. which kind of came together to create the body of work that I do now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I want to talk about the Akashic Records, but before we go there, let's, let's stay on trauma for a second. So what, what is trauma? What's the definition of trauma? Yeah. So it's multi-layered and I kind of sort of have my own little framework for explaining it. So the the first layer of, first of all, trauma is experiential, right? And it's based on one's perception. So I always say that, you know, when I was a school counselor, there could be two kids, uh, siblings who live in the same house, right? One is incredibly traumatized. The other one is seemingly fine, right? Presenting totally fine. So it really depends on the person and your perception of the situation. So anything that happens that you are completely emotionally overwhelmed by that you don't know how to process, we will say is a trauma, right? Because it's it's an emotional experience that was too much for you, that overwhelmed you, and that you didn't fully process. That's kind of living in your field, waiting to be fully processed and integrated. So the way that I kind of look at trauma is um, the first layer that I always think is really important to discuss is what I call the trauma of being human, which is basically just 
what we're exposed to as human beings on this planet, right? The, the programming, the media telling you you're not good enough for this reason, you're not good enough for that reason, or why you can't do this, why you can't do that. You know, there's a lot of lack and scarcity programming that we just pick up on from society. And then, you know, in education where it's like, well, if you don't learn this one particular way, then there's something wrong with you, right? So there's all of that kind of stuff. So there's just this initial trauma of feeling like, we are wrong just for being who we are just mm. by coming into a body on this planet, right? So there's that. And then there's um, the family patterns and dynamics that we that are modeled to us that we witnessed growing up that are based on our parents' trauma or their programming of lack, scarcity, and limitation that we pick up on based on our relational dynamics with them and what we witness them how we witness them relating to each other and the world that we take on as part of our consciousness until we get conscious of it and shift it. So there's that trauma. And then there's also the trauma that I call like with a capital T or long sustained traumas over time. So that would be anything like any kind of abuse or neglect, emotional abuse, narcissism, like any kind of um, sustained ways that we related to people that really were detrimental to our own well-being and our own feelings of self-worth. Um, that is kind of the next layer to it. So that's kind of how I like to look at it. Yeah, that's that's such a good breakdown. So incredibly helpful with the way things are in the world right now, which can feel really heavy and, and dark. And there's a, a, you know, on any given day, something that is pretty profound in terms of the news cycle. What do you feel like people need right now to help manage what can seem like constant devastation? Well, first of all, just being really conscious about what you're, what you're inputting right into yeah. your system, I think is really important. Um, and really being the steward of your own energy, meaning like consciously curating what you're exposing yourself to, because a lot of the stuff that's in the news, like you really don't need to know. Um, and if there's something you do need to know, you'll know. <laughs> so, um, in that sense, I would say to really um, manage your own energy and your consciousness so that you are only aligning yourself with information and energy that's contributing to your growth, contributing to your well-being. And I know it's not always as easy as it sounds, but there's that piece of it. And then also making your personal growth and your well-being your highest priority. And this is something that, again, is easier said than done because we have a lot of programming around codependency and kind of sacrificing ourselves for other people and um, self-abandonment, self-betrayal, all of those things. So anywhere where you can just really dedicate yourself to doing the deeper work so that you're truly honoring yourself and your own energy is kind of the best, the, the only way really to, um, to kind of rise above and not get caught up in those tidal waves of negative information and negative viewpoints on the world. Because there's also a lot of really beautiful and amazing things happening in the world as well. So um, it really just depends on what you're looking at, what you're focusing on, and what your perspective is. Mm, so good. If someone were to come to you and say, okay, Elise, I like, I'm stuck in it. I'm, I'm like spiraling. I'm can't stop paying attention to all this bad stuff that's going on. 
I need to make a shift and I'm ready to make it today. What's something that you would share with them? What's a practice that would help them to begin to break what ultimately has become a habitualization of taking in this cycle of sadness and devastation and negativity? How could they start to break that? Well, there's a couple of things. You know, it's funny. I had a client who I started working with in 2020 and um, I had him delete like all of these different apps from his phone. And we we kind of made an agreement that there was only going to be one show that he watched that was like around like current events or news or whatever. And we didn't even do that much. I literally just had him uh, delete the app so he didn't see anything throughout the day. And then just one time during the day, he was watching the show. And his anxiety went from probably a 10 to like a 2. Oh, wow. So I think there's that piece (laughs) of it. But then I would also really start to incorporate some kind of personal practice where you are focusing on – what's going on for you internally. So breath work is a great place to start. If you can just lay down and do like 10 to 20 minutes of breath work a day so you can clear the energy that is kind of bubbling up within you because breath work is such a great way to kind of force yourself to confront what's present for you in your being, what energies are present, what emotions are present, and feel them and move through them so that they can integrate so they're not just kind of compounding on top of each other, creating these levels of anxiety that make it so that it's almost hard to function. Mm, Yeah, so good. Okay, let's talk Akashic Records. So for someone who's listening and they're like, I don't even know what this is that you're saying, Andy, Akashic Records, what (laughs) what are these records? Can you give us the, the 101 of what the Akashic Records are? Yeah. So the Akashic Records, I like to describe them as like a living library of everything that's ever occurred in the universe, everything that will ever occur in the universe. And they are kind of living at a a certain frequency. So it's not an actual library, right? It's not a physical library, but it's a frequency of information. So for example, if I'm reading your Akashic Records, I'm tuning into the evolution of your soul, what your soul is wanting to expand into. And then for me specifically, I always see like the block or the core wound that you need to move through in order to step into that next level of expansion. And then, you know, the way I kind of describe it is it's almost like I'm tuning into a radio station. So I just, Mm. and this is a radio station that I'm just naturally tuned into, right, all the time. So I'll just kind of tune into this frequency of information and then based on what I'm seeing, so like I'll get information in the form of visuals, words, I'll hear things, I'll experience things on like an emotional level and I'll just kind of translate all of that for you and tell you what I'm seeing And then additionally, based on the blockages I see, I will channel energy work to clear those blockages so that you can step into that next level of expansion for yourself. So good. So when you found that the Akashic Records was a frequency that you were tuned into, how did you decide to implement this into the practice that you have working with clients? Yeah. So it kind of was something that just started to naturally occur. So 
for me, you know, I started my business in early 2020. And then a few months later, I, you know, I had been hearing about the Akashic Records and I just felt really drawn to it. So I took a a training. It was like a four-week course on how to read the records. The first day that I went, I went into the records and I had this really profound experience where I felt like this outpouring of unconditional love. And Mm -hmm. I just, I knew that I had always been doing this. And I knew that this is how I'd always been receiving information when I was receiving information and not sure what it was or what was going on. Um, this is what I was doing. So I knew that I was kind of already doing this for people, but now I just kind of had a name for it. So basically everything that I'm doing with clients, I'm kind of incorporating the Akashic Records because I'm just naturally tuned into it, I guess you could say. Yeah. Okay, so when you when you tune into the records, let me think of how to ask this question. There's all this information that's available. There's this... The everything that's happened previously, everything that's a potential for someone, it's it's like time kind of doesn't exist. Is that is that true? That it's yes. like our construct of time in the records is not the same. Is not the same. No, it's not linear time. So um, you know, outside of this 3D reality, time is not linear. So everything's kind of happening at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. So instead of it being like a line, it's kind of like stacked on each other, I guess would be a, a good way to describe it. And it's even hard to like, even for me to really conceptualize, but sure. I understand that um, when it comes to working in the other realms, time isn't linear. So we can access um, ancestral trauma, we can access the future, we can access other lifetimes, we can access ancestral stuff, and it's all kind of there. Mm. And if someone were to come in and have a reading, what are the types of things that we've talked about the ancestral trauma? Let's say they have some big life transformations that they're considering. Like it could be they're considering starting a family or they're considering a big career change or moving across the country. Are those the types of things that tuning in with someone like yourself, someone who has an understanding of how the records work, would you be able to help guide them or find some sort of clarity or answers to help them make those big transformative decisions a bit easier? Okay, so I definitely can see where people are wanting to grow and expand into. And again, this is on a soul level. So as long as the life changes they're wanting to make are in alignment with their soul, what their soul's calling and what their soul is wanting to move into, then I'll be able to see like, yes, that feels really good. Um, Or I'll be able to see, you know, that that doesn't really feel in alignment. If it's a relationship or if it's a, a job, I will definitely be able to see, okay, this doesn't feel like it's in alignment or this kind of feels like a lateral move or it doesn't feel like this relationship is contributing to your highest good. But, you know, additionally, I'm really bringing things back to that person. Um, I find that sometimes people want to come to the records to be like, well, is this the right person for me? And like, Those kind of questions are not always the best thing to bring to the records because the records is really about bringing it back to your own growth and your own expansion. So it'll be more around, well, how do you need to show up 
to shift the energy in this relationship Mm -hmm. or to call in a relationship that's more aligned to your highest good based on the energetic shifts that you need to make for your own growth and expansion. Yeah, absolutely. That makes so much sense. And it's, you know, I think sometimes people are, they get nervous or they get kind of afraid of going into experiences like this, like connecting to the records because they're, they don't, they're afraid they're going to hear something that they don't want to hear, or there's going to be some sort of prescription of like, this is the next move you have to make. But the reality is there's, there's so much fluidity and it's really about how you can, how you can continue to evolve and grow into the version of you that lights you up the most. Yeah. And I think it's also really, you know, I find for me, my, um, when I use the records for people, it's really like a profound spiritual experience of connection to who they really are, that they can then kind of take that energy and allow it to compound so that they can start living more in alignment with who they truly are versus, you know, what they, what other people want them to do or what they think other people want them to do or whatever. So it's more about finding and returning to that place of true alignment with what you know to be true for yourself. Beautiful. Okay, question about the plane that the records live on. So when you are tuning into this frequency, where does this exist? So I would say it exists in a high frequency realm. So, you know, as far as like dimensions, I don't know that I have an exact answer for like what dimension it exists in, but I would say it's kind of close to like what source energy would be. Mm -hmm. So the way that I kind of see it is everything that occurs in the universe, all energy, all thoughts just kind of has like creates an imprint in Mm -hmm. universal consciousness. And then we're able to tap into and read that imprint based on just tuning into this frequency. So I kind of just see it living at this high frequency consciousness source energy. So when you're able to just tap into that and feel that and experience that, then you can interpret that information for people, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah, it does. It absolutely does. That gets me thinking about this idea of ideas or um, concepts like floating in the ether and then finding their way to some someone's, I guess it's it's like kind of in the mind, kind of in the soul. But the, the example I'm thinking of is like when the first planes were being built. So it's like airplanes did not exist. And certainly the internet did not exist. So people were not kind of sharing information around how they were developing something. And at the same time, on like very opposite sides of the planet, there was multiple people that were somehow channeling this information around how to construct an airplane. And that happens, of course, with stories and music and art and you know, technology. And it's, it's such an interesting thing to consider that when we're really open to receiving information and also connecting into higher frequencies, higher planes, higher dimensions, there's, there's so much expansion and creation that can happen when we are open to that. 
Totally. And we're all connected to it. You know, we're all connected to the same consciousness. It's just about consciously tuning into it and kind of allowing yourself to break free from everything else that we're distracted by, right? Mm -hmm. Like just being in your daily routine and doing the, like doing all the things that you have to do, plus kind of just being in your ways of being, the Mm -hmm. the programming or your beliefs about who you are and what kind of place the world is, like all kind of cloud our ability to, to tune into it, but anyone can tune into it. Yeah. Can anyone access the records? Yes. Anyone can access the records. Um, It really just depends on your level of interest. Um, You know, I think there's definitely some people that are more inept than others, you know, just the same as there's people that are just naturally better at art or better at singing or whatever. I think there's people that just naturally, you know, it just came naturally to me. But I do believe that anyone can do it. And it just really depends on how you want to use it and what your level of interest is. You can read a book and you can also take an eight-month program to to learn. It just really depends on how you want to use it and how deep you want to go with it. Mm, So good. Okay, so tell me about your certification. You're up there in the woods working on a program that's going to be coming out that you really haven't shared a lot about yet. So give give us the juicy details. Whew, okay. Uh, yeah, so this is the first time I'm really talking about this publicly, although I've made little insinuations here and there. So I'm getting ready to launch my certification program called the Metamorphosis Method. And this is my methodology that I've created to help people move through familial and ancestral trauma very efficiently. So I think we are all in our own way doing this deeper transformational work, whether you want to call it shadow work, trauma work, whatever it is, this personal transformational work. And um, through my methodology, I've created a way to streamline this and make it as, as I'm not going to say easy, but as efficient as possible for people. So I use the tools of energy work, breath work, the Akashic records, and then the tools that I've created in my flagship program, the metamorphosis, to help you really deeply understand the patterns and dynamics that you dealt with growing up so that you have that information and knowledge and you can use it every time it comes up for you to quickly and efficiently move through blocks so that you can manifest very quickly, you can help other people manifest very quickly, and you can continue to grow as quickly and efficiently as possible. So this program is for any kind of leader, coach, healer, anyone that works with other people or someone that is just wanting to really expand their own personal growth and really accelerate their own process. This is just about becoming a master in this methodology, learning how to channel energy work, facilitate breath work, and use these tools to uh, create rapid transformation in yourself and other people. Mm, So good. So good. Thank you for sharing with us, for letting this audience at at your woo-woo best friend know about it first. That's so exciting. Yes, thanks for asking. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, The last thing I want to ask you about is we talk a lot about manifestation on this show. It's something that our, our crew here is really interested in. 
how can we use these practices, working with the Akashic Records, working with breathwork, for example, how can we use these in our manifestation practice and how do we use them to open up our manifestation mindset further as well? Yeah. So for me, you know, what all of these tools and everything that we're doing in this personal growth realm is so that we can become really good manifestors because the only reason why we can't manifest instantly or really quickly is because of uh, any blocks and any limiting beliefs, any places where we're not fully embracing or loving ourselves. So all of these tools that I'm describing are tools to come back to a sense of deep worthiness of embracing fully who you really are, fully loving yourself and fully being in alignment with what you know you're meant to be doing. And the more you move into that place of alignment, that place of authenticity and continuing to move through your blocks and understand on deeper levels, like the trauma or the pain that you haven't dealt with yet, the more you can delve into that and shift it, the easier it's going to be for you to manifest. It's not even going to be something you have to think about. It just naturally happens. Mm, Yeah. So good. So good. Awesome lady. Thank you so much for this conversation and for sharing your wisdom and gifts with me and everyone that's listening. And if someone wants to find you and wants to come and explore your certification or have a reading or just learn more about the work that you do, where shall we send them? So you can find me on Instagram at Elise underscore breathes. And then my website, elisebreathes.com. I also have my podcast called Reclaiming Consciousness, which you're going to be on too in the next few weeks. So those are all great places to find me. Perfect. Thanks, Elise. It's been such a pleasure to get to spend time with you again today. And I'm so excited to see the certification come to life. So I'll be keeping a watch out for it. Thank you for being here. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. Talk to you soon. And with that, we are complete. Thank you so much for joining us today for this episode. As a reminder, we have a giveaway that is running $100 cash. All you have to do is leave us a review. Thanks so much for listening all the way until the end of the episode. So what you do to win, leave a review and then just let us know about it. Let us know you left the review. So how do you do that? Share it on social, tag us at your woo woo BFF. That's where you find us on Instagram. We prefer the review is on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, but if that's not available to you, wherever you listen to your pods, wherever you get your pods absolutely works for us. Just share and you're in the running to win $100 cash. Thanks so much for joining us every week. I'll be back again next week with another interview and the recap of our time in New Orleans. And I hope you'll join us for Bali if you're not going to be with us this week in New Orleans. Or we'll get on the list to take your own personal retreat at La Foray. Much love. I'll see you super soon. Have a beautiful rest of your week. Until next time. <laughs>